On today's episode, we have PPC Talk with Vince, where we're going to go over all of the latest and greatest PPC strategies, including sponsored display and other new things just made available on Amazon. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got another episode of PPC Talk that we do every few weeks, and it's great to invite back our product manager here at Helium 10 for our PPC platform ads. Vince, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you, Bradley? I'm doing just delightful. Now, right off the bat, you didn't know I was going to do this, but you know, for <laughs> those of you, uh, <laughs> Vince is laughing now because every time we do something, he'll send me a Slack message. Bradley, what are you going to ask me today? I'm like, Vince, you know how I roll. I don't, I don't practice anything. I just like surprise you. So just right off the bat, real quick, this is not going to be the the 30 second tip, but, but what's just something, uh, what's a word around the uh, water cooler mm -hmm. about something that's like really working well uh, the last couple of months in the PPC world? Really working well. Um, honestly, really just paying attention to your campaigns and your search terms is what has actually been the constant proven, the consistent proven. Now, I don't know, I didn't say this for 30 seconds yet, but uh, for any of you who might not know this, you know, you can now uh, do uh, ASINs as negative in your auto campaigns. So mm -hmm. this is huge. So typically what you'd have to do in looking through your search terms uh, for your auto campaigns is find those little ASINs that start with the letter B, they're 10 digits long. Everyone's seen them if you've gone through your, your search term reports. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't really much you could do about them before, right? You could maybe look up the product name or the brand name, make that a negative in the hopes that Amazon would associate that product or brand name and not show your auto campaign on that particular product listing. But um, as of about a week ago, they uh, released a new feature which allows you to add auto, uh, just to your auto campaigns, add ASINs to them so that you can actually cut down on that waste. So um, what's working in the past is still working now, but that is definitely one thing that users should be taking advantage of right away if they have not started already. Yeah, I agree. I remember just for, I mean, for, probably for the last couple of years, that, that's that been mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest complaints from Amazon sellers is because when, when they do do what they say or what you just said, and hey, look at your search term reports and mm -hmm. and see what you're spending money on. When they do that, they see a lot of times in those auto campaigns, the the things that are costing them the most money is, is these products or, or, or these ASIN targets. Yes. And, yeah. and there's like no way to, you know, with a search term, if it's doing bad, you, you negative match it. <laughs> but then they had like no way. And then Amazon yep. algorithm, I guess, didn't catch up and it just kept showing and showing and showing them for this and they kept wasting yep. money. So I think that's like probably the number one thing that people have been, yeah. been and, wanting. And, and the problem was worsened by the fact that product targeting campaigns in general have become more and more popular and they're more and more uh, higher converting, you know, for, for Amazon. So they were showing, um, you know, for, for new listings, uh, especially, um, uh, they had a lot of inventory for product listing um, type campaigns so that they were showing they were showing new new uh, new products everywhere, and that was yeah. a lot of product listings. And now you can actually weed those out. Um, you know, it's great when you find the good ones, and potentially you can use in a product targeting campaign itself. But uh, now you have something to do with the bad ones. Definitely make go through those, make them negative. 
All right. Now, one interesting point, guys, something that I've kind of discovered, you know, on the Project X account, I've got the the new platform for for ads. It's like this nice little like new new setup. I'm going to go there right now. I'm going the to advertising campaigns. console? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the new advertising <laughs> console, right? right? Now, on there, that's where you can do this. But yes. I believe, you know, we're, we're integrating that into ads. And oh, yeah. you, you'll be able to do that across the platforms. But on one of my other case study accounts, if I go to my advertising and campaign page, I'm still on the old setup. Mm-hmm. And I do not have access even though you know I've got brand registry and all that stuff, I do not have access to that negative targeting for the ASIN really? yet. Because yeah, you're not so, you're not showing mm-hmm. in the you're not showing up in the advertising console yet. Exactly. I still have that old gray and white. You know the the, the one that everybody's had for uh, for years. So uh, I believe if you, if you guys are using ads, and, and we'll talk about ads later. It, since it connects via the API, it, you'll still be able to do it. But if you don't have ads, guys, and you still got that gray and white advertising campaign page, you prob- and, and you're looking around like, what? Bradley and Vince are full of crap because they said that I can negative match uh, ASINs and I don't see it here. Well, you might not have access to that yet. In Seller Central, you won't. But in ads, everyone will. So it doesn't matter exactly. if you can see it or not. Uh, even, even more, we've made it the capability in our suggestions. So we can now, uh, you know, we've, one of the functionalities of ads is that we look at your search terms. We do find those ASINs and we really couldn't do anything with them before if they were, if they were bad. Uh, but now we can, uh, you know, suggest that you apply those ASINs as negative to that campaign where, where they came from. Yep. And it's funny because I, as I'm, as I'm talking to you, I just remembered that I had complained to seller central saying, Hey, how come I don't have access to this new console? And I'm just now looking at the, uh, how they replied and, I don't really see an answer. It just tells me what the new console is, but it doesn't really, it really doesn't <laughs> tell me how I can activate. So, you know, maybe some of you guys, your next question was, well, how do I get on that new advertising console? It doesn't look like you can ask for it now. So you just probably got to wait till it's activated. Yeah, they're, they're rolling it out. We, we, as it, with most things with Amazon, even different ad types, they roll them out. So the advertising consoles, no, no uh, it's not different. They're, they're going to roll it out. Um, th- there's still... Technically, you can say beta testing the advertising console, right? They're getting mm-hmm. a lot of feedback from a lot of users. And then, but eventually everyone will be rolled over into the advertising console. Cool, cool. Now, uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that I am just now diving into at your behest. You know, you wanted me to start playing around so I can get some experience with sponsor display. And since I now have brand registry and almost all the case study products I'm working on, I was like, all right, let, let me give this a try. So on the Project X account, I went in and I started one each to start for the egg tray mm-hmm. uh, that everybody knows and loves. And so one thing, l- let me just tell you the, the results so far, like the number of impressions I'm getting is just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Exactly. I've yeah. had this sponsored display test right now with a $50 budget a day. And this one, I did the category. I did the category one and, and I chose mm-hmm. like, you know, there's no like egg tray category, but there's right. like egg <laughs> baskets. Uh, and then I just, I, I targeted like a kitchen category. A other, no, I didn't, I didn't go that, that high, but uh, I did like other egg related things. Like I didn't even know there's like a deviled egg hmm. uh, category. There's like a egg poacher. I was like, Hey, if somebody's dealing with eggs, they yep. might need to store it somewhere. So like, who knows? And in like three days with only a $50 budget, I have 80,000 impressions. <laughs> it is insane. So, yeah. um, very that powerful is ad unit. Yeah. And, and, uh, for the, for the listeners, you know, you're only doing product targeting 
um, there is remarketing as well. You can do it for a sponsored display. But in my opinion, the, the powerful, the more powerful ad units for sponsored display are the product targeting capabilities. And what that means is it's those ad units that are right below the buy box. If you're on a product mm-hmm. listing and you're mm-hmm. seeing a buy box, it's that ad unit right below the buy box. It's also the end unit uh, typically right below bullets. So when you're on someone's listing, yes. there's a little ad right below the bullets. Um, those are very powerful ad units, obviously, because of those placements. And you can do that uh, that placement with sponsored display product targeting. Uh, previously, those ad units were only available to vendors through the through the uh, and also through the DSP. Uh, but those are now available to sellers as well. So I'm I'm glad that you're 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 digging into that. Now, now, are there other places where they show up? Because with this number of impressions, I'm like, there, there's yeah. it, it's got to be like following people around after they click on something. Because I don't know how I got this many impressions. <laughs> it's all it's all within Amazon. So it's it's in in different places within. If you spend any time in Amazon, you know, in in different parts of Amazon, you'll see that there's ads everywhere. Like even when you're, you know. In the advertising console, maybe you'll see an ad. It's that prevalent. So yeah, the sponsored display is is definitely uh, it's more than just those two placements I mentioned. Uh, but those are the two most powerful. You, you, there's some on the side. There'll be some at the, on the bottom. Um, but again, as you're seeing, just with that limited budget and uh, only a small time frame because it's only been a few days, um, mm-hmm. the, the impressions are definitely there. Yeah, for sure. Now on my targeted one, that one, what I did, and, and you could tell me uh, as a as a novice here. I was just kind of like using my own logic here. But what I basically did was I looked for all the products that have been performing already on my product targeting campaigns or that, you know, it's so funny, like in the last three weeks, there have been like 10 wooden egg trays launched on Amazon. So finally, after six months, everybody's catching up to Project (laughs) X. And we told people, guys, don't the, do that. The, the whole world is going to see this product. Don't go investing in egg trays because everybody else is going to do it. And sure enough, like literally 10 like different work. wooden egg trays popped up in the last week. You got you guys can type in wooden egg tray and you can see I'm not lying. You can see all these people who completely ripped off our <laughs> listing and everything. So, so anyways, I, I went and I targeted them. Now, I only have gotten about 900 impressions there. But, but the mm-hmm. interesting thing to me was through both the targeted where I'm targeting ASINs and where I'm targeting the the category, category. my cost per click and I, and I I have 180 clicks already is only 43 cents each in each so I'm like whoa the, I was wow. like super afraid I was like oh man the the DSP is gonna cost me like two dollars a click or something but it's pretty reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, that that is rare. In most instances, it's going to be a little bit more expensive than your standard product targeting placements. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got lucky. Even though there's that will probably change as soon as this large influx of new, you know, uh, new sellers with the same product. If they stay, then you might see that creep up a bit. But I think because you were, you know, uh, solo in that in that category, maybe or, or uh, less competition for a long time, that's probably mm-hmm. attributed to the lower CPC. Okay. Cool. Now, now let me ask you, I had a little bit harder of a time on the coffin shelf. And, and let me explain why. First of all, I mean, I went ahead and I did a a, a sponsored display test. By the way, a, a million people are, are now all of a sudden coming out with coffin shelves as well. So <laughs> so that was kind of easy to, to pick who I was going to target. And, and mm-hmm. I have a, a big history of who I've converted for in product targeting. But at first, I didn't do a category one because to me, it was weird. You know, like anybody that deals with eggs... Of course, mm-hmm. they could probably use an egg tray, but like a coffin shelf is in the, for example, the floating shelf category. Mm. But I would say 
1% of the people who are searching for a floating shelf would be interested in one shaped like a coffin. And, and there's no right. like gothic decor Category. category. So the only thing I did was what I did was I started looking at my frequently bought togethers and stuff like that. And, and, and seeing if there was common categories and there really wasn't like, there was a couple of tapestries, mm, like some mm -hmm. Gothic tapestries. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and target the tapestry category. I'm going to go ahead and target the, the figurine. You know, I noticed there's some people who are buying some figurines, but right. in cases where you have such a niche down product, do you even recommend doing these category? DSP? Ads? You know, I would definitely start with what you did first. So just by, you know, looking at ASINs that have performed for you before, maybe in your auto campaigns, maybe in your sponsored products, product targeting campaigns. Um, you know, it, it, it depends on how, how, uh, how deeply you want to play at the beginning, right? If you want to be aggressive, then I think it's smart to look at the categories and look for complementary categories. Like the figurine category, if that exists, is very complementary to yours mm -hmm. because that's what they might be putting in the confidence shop, right? So, um, you know, anything that is related to or complementary to, I think is, it, it's still smart to do. Like uh, complementary targeting is in general is pretty pretty smart. If you're selling sheets, for example, you should sell, you should target ASINs that, you know, for pillows, right? So it, make, it makes sense to do that. You just definitely want to make sure you're watching your budget because it will get spent. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about now on the egg tray that for, for that brand, which is Guy's chicken coop, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. <laughs> Guy never knew that I did that, that we did that. I get, I guess he missed that episode. And then I had a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Guy, Guy, by the way, guys is one of Helium 10's founders. And so, so yeah. I was just talking to him about something else. He's like, what? You named it after me. I'm like, yep, yep. So, uh, so Manny, anyway. Manny got the coffin shelf and Guy got the egg. Yep. Water. Yep. So for Guy's chicken coop, that's the only product I have under the, under that uh, brand. Um, I'm actually launching a, a 12 egg tray soon under that brand. So I'll have two. But so in that case, I had no choice as far as how I do ad groups and et cetera. But on the coffin shelf, I'm actually in the midst of a, a mini case study within a case study, trying to test different color coffin shelves. Mm -hmm. And I have mm -hmm. like some in a variation and some just as separate ASINs. But what should I do for sponsor display? Like, should I, inside of a campaign, create different ad groups of the different ASINs, like the different colors? Should I have just the different products or the different colors all in the same ad group or different campaigns? What, what do you suggest? You know. I, if you've got, and the different color variations are on the, all the one page, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if the only, the only reason you'd want to do them separately, which you could do, um, is for additional coverage, right? <laughs> to make sure that you actually are covered in every single type of ad placement possible that's out there with all your different color variations. Um, if you've got, uh, if you're launching, that might be a strategy that you might want to use to make sure that mm -hmm. you, you know, get, get your name, your brand out there very, very quickly. Um, but I, I often find that if you've got, uh, at least one of the color variations and you have an ad that's running really, really well to that, um, you're going to see that the other colors are, are going to get picked up. And, and often in some cases you might, you might find that some of the other colors are actually selling more or better than the color that you had in your ad. And then you change strategy or you add that, you would, you would add that as an, a separate ad. Um, you know, if you're, if you're budget conscious, I would, I would wait, I would wait to see which color variation is actually performing, uh, the best, and then maybe launch an additional ad with that color variation. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And, and, and I think, I, I don't know if this is a bug guys or, or something, but I, I showed this to Vince, but it was super weird that I was targeting one of my mm -hmm. products, which is the black coffin shelf. 
And, uh, and for some reason, one of the other ads, all of a sudden, the brown coffin shelf, which is not even in the same variation listing mm-hmm. as this right. one, and I hadn't targeted at all, was showing up. So you guys might get some like freebies <laughs> out there with, with your sponsored display once you start advertising. Yeah. Sometimes we, uh, if Amazon has a lot of inventory, a lot mm-hmm. of impressions to fill, and they don't have enough products, um, they will they will pick SKUs that you're not advertising and, and put that in that in that placement. Uh, I've seen it before with uh, with different ad units where you'll see zero impressions, zero clicks, but you'll see a sale, right? So uh, it does happen. Yeah. Does the Amazon algorithm work similarly? Like it's on an auction kind of base, and and then you know, or based on performance, that's you know who's going to get that spot? Because unlike the product targeting, where you know you've got you know there could be like forty products all on that long pinwheel of of you know uh, sponsored product sections on mm-hmm. a page, there's only one kind of DSP spot. So like, how does Amazon decide who to put there? Um, they always look at conversion. So if uh, if they have one that they know converts more than the other one, even if it's slightly less expensive, that's where they're going to show. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the more that they sell, Amazon you know takes their cut. So that's I think that's the primary thing that they look for. Um, in your case, I think that the other product was shown simply because there was a lack of inventory for that type of product. Okay. So it wasn't necessarily about you know who's going to convert best. It was like because the, the the image you showed me the the black coffin was already in the in the placement under the buy box, right? Yeah. yeah. So they couldn't use that one, right? So then they put the brown one in in the placement ah, under the, okay. underneath the bullets because they didn't have another type of product that was similar. Uh, you know, to, to use. So again, this, that's a very, very rare scenario and it, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. that it's probably only applicable to categories that are, you know, uh, very, very, uh, not a lot of competition. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. What else kind of uh, tidbits can you give us on and myself too? Cause uh, like I said, I, I'm a student here of the game <laughs> as well for, for sponsor display. And, and again, uh, can you explain how can you even, not, not everybody can get sponsor display. So l- right. let's take it back a, a step a little bit mm-hmm. and explain how, how you can get it. Right. So you do have to be brand registered. So it's only available for, for brand registered sellers. Um, and, you know, but once you do get that, you will see both sponsored uh, brands and sponsored display open up for you um, as, as available options. Um, some other strategies for a sponsored display, um, you know, we've got uh, some heavy volume days coming up, you know, prime days and even the holidays, um, it might be time to look into those remarketing campaigns, um, which are the external uh, traffic campaigns. Um, those would be really, really good for, uh, on those high traffic days, for example, to see maybe who, uh, you know, viewed your product, but didn't buy it. You can actually do a 30 day look back and then retarget that particular shopper. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is news to me here. So is that that is that that thing? If I go to create campaign and then it says target audiences Correct. or something like that. Yeah, uh, I I, ha- I didn't oh. have you do that yet. I wanted you to start with the product uh-huh. targeting oh, because yeah. I, because you're f- more familiar with product I gotta targeting. I got to crawl before I can walk. Exactly, I can, you know. <laughs> exactly. So uh, and you know you think the impressions are, are crazy on what you're seeing with the product targeting. The audience targeting is, is through the roof. Wow. So again, it, it's, um, so that's why I wanted you to start with product targeting, but yeah, audience targeting is, is actual, um, true remarketing so that, you know, you're, you're on Amazon, but then you leave Amazon and then you'll see an ad for the product listing that you were just on. Um, Amazon has got partnerships with a lot of other websites out there. They've got their own properties like IMDB that they could put placements on. Um, so that is definitely a tactic that I think uh, users should uh, look into. Again, when it comes to those high traffic times uh, that are coming up for prime days in the holiday season, especially, um, 
you know, you're, we're going to get a lot more shoppers, you know, looking at, uh, looking at different listings, making different decisions. So that might be a good time to test that if your budget allows, because it is definitely more expensive than the product targeting, uh, that I had you do with sponsored display. This is crazy. I'm like literally for the first time clicking into this just to read it. And, and now I'm upset at you for keeping me away from this. You probably know me. That's why you had me not yeah, do it. Yeah, but I I'm do. like, this is like crazy. <laughs> Got to keep it some said, things gated. <laughs> <laughs> it says add products you want to promote in this campaign. Advertise two suggested products. And it says advertise products with a high amount of visits to your product detail page in the last 28 days. So is mm -hmm. that telling me who I'm targeting? Right. Or, it's basically saying ah. that this is the audience that you're, that you're going to be targeting. There's different refinements that you can do in that. Um, but honestly, we could have a whole podcast just on that. <laughs> and then it says also choose specific products. Now, now that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, isn't that just the same as the other, you know, the other kind of campaign? Well, that's your products. It's, it's Oh, that's my products. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is interesting. Okay. Yeah, so, we, we'll get it. We'll get into that. We'll have to get Don't into that worry. next episode because the, 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 this is just <laughs> blowing my mind here as I'm looking at this. It's like the the the, the amount of stuff. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this stuff has not always been available to Amazon sellers. Like a year no. ago, mm -mm. this wasn't available to just a seller central. Like, wasn't this only for vendors or something? Yeah, correct. It was only for for uh, vendors and for DSP users, right? So um, it literally opened up to to third party sellers about maybe six weeks ago, two months ago, I believe. Okay, so this is pretty new. All right, so yep. I don't feel like I'm I'm too late no, to the party. Not, you're, everybody you're else is far behind. Everybody else is in the same boat as me. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, what what else is that? It for a sponsor display. Now, now a sponsor yeah. display. I mean, obviously you're the product manager for ads. Uh, are are we going to be able to 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 do sponsor display within ads? Yeah. So one that's one of the things that we're working on right now is actually integrating sponsored display into into ads. Um, it actually should be live this week, so um, we'll be able to uh users that have sponsored display campaigns running, we'll be able to see those in ads. So we'll have uh, you know full visibility for our sponsored product campaigns, sponsored brand campaigns, and uh, sponsored display campaigns. Wow, cool. Speaking of sponsored brand campaigns, what's uh, I haven't been dealing with that lately uh, because until now, I've only had one coffin shelf. I've only had one egg tray. And if I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you need three, three products to do a sponsored brand? Right, ad? that's correct. Okay, so so now now that I have I only have like ten units in stock of these other colors, but walk me through like how I should set up the ad. Should I just use their regular template? Should I make like are are you allowed to submit other images, or do you have to use the images that come from the Amazon listing? Well, the Im images that come from the Amazon listing are the ones that you put in there, right? So if you want to okay. add update images, you just go in you know uh, in your inventory and click edit, and then you would add the new images that you want to uh, to 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 include, but as far as for the sponsor brand ad, um, the images that you are going to use to display are still the standard, you know, uh, white background, nothing, nothing in mm. the, you know, nothing in the, nothing in the background. So it's going to be very similar to the, the product listing. So if you've got different color variations for the coffin, for example, that's a perfect uh, way to do it. Um, you know, you know, the black cells, so you would maybe make that the primary. So it would basically be you know, your logo. Do you have a logo for, for your coffin shelves? Yeah, we we yeah. actually uh, I had uh, what, uh you know a helium ten employee design a new okay. one. T Tim Jordan had made one; it was terrible. Uh, so yeah. so so we made uh, we made a new one. Yep. Oh, perfect. Now you can test it. So basically, you upload that logo, and that that's the that kind of the first thing that the user sees. Um, and uh, you know, then with a tagline, and then with the three images, uh, you know, the black one, and then the brown one, and then another color. So yeah, if you've got a, a different uh, different colors, that's definitely one way to go. 
Um, and that's actually what most people do if they have a product. It's the different sizes or the different colors that they put in the in, in the the sponsor brand ad. Um, te- technically, it should be ones that you know know have already sold well, but mm-hmm. you've got good um, experience so far and data with the with the black coffin. So um, yeah. you know, and, and at this point, sponsor brand ads are called sponsor brand ads for a reason. They're, they're branding tools, right? The yeah. sponsor brand position is that top position under the search results. It's the first really ad unit that you see and it's three, right? So it's a very, very powerful branding ad unit. Um, so I definitely, you know, we can definitely walk through and you can create those in ads, right? So we, we can walk through that and I can, I can show you the, the step-by-step on how to create that. Okay. So, so I can do, I, I can set up the, uh, sponsored brand ads mm-hmm. without even having to go to my seller central. I can do that all from, uh, that's ads. correct. And, and okay. the benefit of doing that, um, as with the sponsored product ads is that we will then look at, uh, I, w- I would recommend that the keywords that you use for that sponsor brand and be broad based. And then what ads will do is look at the search terms that Amazon's finding for those broad, you know, match keywords. Um, if there's search terms that are bad, that are spending and you know not helping you, we're going to suggest those to be negative. And if there's keywords that are that are converting well, that are maybe slightly different variations of the keyword itself, we're going to suggest that keyword or that search term become a keyword in that sponsor brand ad. So it's like kind of okay. a self-contained little optimization uh, structure that we have for the sponsor brand ads. Now, I, I did dabble in that very slightly on one of my other case study accounts where I did have uh, ability for sponsor brand, but now uh, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but is that the one where you need to have a brand page on Amazon before you can do those? Uh, no, I don't believe that is a minimum requirement okay. that, that might have been the case at, uh, uh, back then. I, I know you and I talked about sponsor brands a long time ago when we were first mm-hmm. integrating that into ads. Um, but that was, yeah, that was quite some time ago, Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, um, it's a lot uh, smoother process now. Okay. All right, cool. Now, one thing I noticed was in ads, there was two different suggestions it was giving me. It was saying for sponsored brands, keywords mm-hmm. and sponsored brands product. Well, I didn't know that there was a, a product sponsored brands. How does that work? Uh, well, you would have had, the, the, yeah. So you're familiar with the concept of product targeting, right? So sponsor, yeah. uh, sponsor products. You can do product targeting, which means that you can uh, make sure make your ad appear on the, you know, competitors listing um, in, in in middle or actually it's further down on the product listing. Um, but there's other placements too that are designated just for sponsor brands. So uh, if if you look oh. at yeah. So there are also sponsored brand product targeting uh, ad units. So um, again, that's another thing that we could also test out, not only the keyword for sponsored brands, but for sponsored products, or I'm sorry, for sponsored brands, there's also product targeting available. Um, typically on a product listing, they're going to be the ones that are on the bottom. If you scroll all the way down, there's two kind of mid-sized ad units that are right next to each other. Those are sponsored brands. Um, and product called product targeting because it's actually on the listing. Um, and there's also some, uh, there's ad units on the side too, as, as well for a sponsored brand. So there's product targeting available for keywords for, for, uh, uh, for, sorry, sponsored products has product targeting capabilities, sponsored brands has product targeting capabilities and sponsored display now has product targeting capabilities, which we just spoke about earlier. And it's all within the campaign, though. It's not like there's a separate keyword campaign and a separate product campaign. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're separate campaigns. So one's keyword-based and one's... Oh, there you, is. Have, you have to choose. You have to decide if you're going to do a product targeting campaign or a keyword-based campaign. Okay. And then I'm just here in Seller Central because I haven't done this in months and months. I'm already seeing some new things here. Like there's this brand new thing that says store spotlight mobile only. It says drive traffic to a store, mm-hmm. including sub pages. So that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and it, But it only works on, on only mobile. mobile. Right. Ah, that's the one that now it says no stores in your account. Create a store for your brand first. Okay, so maybe that's the one, one of the ones that still require you to, to Possibly, create a yeah, store. The mobile yeah. would probably do. So if you don't have a store, which I do suggest that you do actually create a store, even if it's a rudimentary one, you can still actually um, send sponsor brand ads to a product listing. So, um, and and the one cool thing about that is even though even though you only have three uh, products that you're displaying. If you had more color variations, you could actually include that in that in that product uh, in that listing, um, and it basically just looks like uh, uh, kind of a search results page, but it's just one product, one of your products at a time across the page, in, you know, stacked. So it's going to be the okay. three. It's going to just be the three products that you put in your sponsor brand ad, um, or you can add additional ASINs if you have them. The top, the ones that you put in the ad would be at the top, and then the other ones would actually show uh, beneath that. Um, and that you, you do have that option to do that in ads as well, to drive to a store or drive to a listing. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I see the option here. You just go to Amazon store, including sub pages, right. which I'm assuming is a is a, a listing. And then it says new landing page. That's new. Right. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, the landing page is, is basically what I'm saying is it, it, okay. it'll generate a landing page for you just with those listings on it. Sweet, sweet. And then I see another option here that's in beta video. Is that is that what I see when I search you know, keywords, and then all of a sudden a video comes up yep. in the uh, search results. Exactly. That's what, so, ah. so, so sponsor brands is the one that has a video ad units available. It, 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 when it launched, it was just on mobile. So it, uh, when you're on your yeah. phone, it was the ones that played, but now again, it's also, um, available just on desktop, um, uh, typically at the bottom more, again, more towards the bottom of the, the, the results, uh, or, or the listing itself that there's going to be uh, room for, for video. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. That's, that I definitely have to dive into, especially since we got a, a video team here at Helium 10. I could just have Absolutely. them make some yeah. videos. Video, video converts, you know, that, that's, that's that, and that's why uh, Amazon is doing, you know, so much work to, to expose and make more ad units available for uh, video placements that sponsor brand um, mobile video or now, now mobile and desktop video ad unit um, is just an example. They're probably going to add additional ad units, uh, you know, that are going to include video, the store, you know, you can put video uh, on this, uh, any page, you know, homepage, mm-hmm. sub pages, you can put videos. So uh, videos definitely, I think it was the, one of the recommendations I made on the last uh, uh, PPC talk we had on the podcast was definitely try to, if you can uh, start getting into, into video for your products. Okay. Now guys, uh, r- real quick, I'm going to give you guys a, uh, a heads up here, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, this is kind of like some insider information, but for our elite members, you know, th- these are the, the members that have the biggest access to our tools and they pay about $400 a month and they get extra, extra education and, uh, private groups, et cetera, et cetera. One of the benefits of helium 10 elite is there's four quarterly workshops throughout the year. You know, these aren't just, you know, they get monthly webinars too, but these are actual workshops that, that last about, you know, four to six hours. And we have experts from all over the the world, you know, give like over the shoulder advice to our elite members. The next one is actually coming up uh, in a couple of weeks towards the end of September. So guys wait for that announcement, but 
it would be a great time to sign up for Elite because the reason is it's going to be based on super advanced strat. You think what Vince and I are talking about now is blowing your mind. Wait till you get to the advanced level. Uh, we got some Destiny who was actually on our last PPC talk. She's gonna be coming in and talking about advanced strategy with Amazon videos and Amazon ads. Carlos Alvarez, another podcast alum, serious seller podcast alum. Carlos is actually gonna be talking about Alexa advertisements, like audio ads, which is something completely new to me and regular ads, and here my Alexa just came up because it thinks I'm, Alexa, stop. My, my Alexa here thought I was talking uh, to it. her, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> anyways, so guys, here, I, I'm gonna let you guys know, like come the end of August, it would be a perfect time for you to sign up, even if you're just gonna cancel and go back to your platinum membership, it will be worth it, guys, to, to upgrade your platinum membership to Elite just for this month, just so you can at least get a piece of that workshop. And actually, you're gonna be, presenting there as well, which you, you probably be. don't even know what you're going to be talking about yet, but you know, it has to be, <laughs> I know at, it's going to be good at this point. Uh, yeah. It'll probably be, you know, maybe, uh, the latest updates for, for ads and, uh, you know, getting ready for the holiday season, uh, or prime days whenever they release that, that, that date. <laughs> yes. Now, now speaking of Vince speaking, you're actually doing uh, I mean, it might have already passed by the time this episode airs, but Aren't you doing a, a webinar like together with Amazon? Yep. Yeah, we're, we're, we have our first co-marketing webinar happening with Amazon Advertising. Um, it will be this Thursday, the 13th. Um, and it, yes, it'll be over for this. But yeah, we're, we're excited to actually be doing more co-marketing events with Amazon. And we're going to be talking about actually much like what we're talking about uh, on this uh, episode is uh, sponsored display, uh, sponsored brands and stores. Um, and then, you know, getting ready for, for prime days. Um, but luckily, uh, listeners, uh, we, we do have confirmation from them that I'll be doing another webinar with Amazon um, uh, advertising at the end of October for holiday preparedness. So that, that will be definitely one that us users can, uh, can look forward to. Since most have not, are not going to be able to see that, or the first one at least, since mm -hmm. I think it was just like a couple of days ago probably, is there like one other piece of information, a little preview that you can give us from there, your presentation? Well, one thing that we're going to be talking about is the latest things that can be done in ads. Um, so I think I already mentioned the capabilities to you know build sponsored brands in uh, in in ads. Uh, but we're also doing something that I'm actually pretty excited about is up updating or making available um, some of our campaign level rules. So you know, for, for listeners, uh, when we were talking about ads, looking through search terms and finding bad ones and finding good ones for you, um, that's that's kind of our rules in the back end. And that has been historically for users that have created campaigns and ads. Um, of course, we have a lot of new users, especially since we opened up, uh, you know, to Diamond at the end of June. Um, and they have a lot of campaigns that they want to uh, have the same capabilities inside of ads without having to rebuild their campaigns per se. Um, so we're opening up some functionality to let them do that. Um, so regardless of if the campaign's been built in ads or not, we're going to be able to do things like, uh, you know, new keyword suggestions and negative keyword suggestions. So definitely excited for that. Nice. How have people been doing with the automation? Because now that's a, that was a new feature in the last couple of months where, mm -hmm. where once you're, you, you think you're in a good place with, with the suggestions that ads is giving you, yep. you can actually just make it automatic where you don't even have to approve the changes. It'll, it'll make the changes automatically. How, yeah, uh, yeah. Any, any. Uh, feedback from users uh, on that? Yeah, it's been really positive feedback so far. Um, it, it only involves the keyword bidding. 
So uh, for users, it doesn't matter if you made the campaign in, in ads or not. We, will, we do give keyword bid suggestions on all campaigns, regardless of where they, they were built. And that's the part that we automated. We wanted to make it fair for all users, uh, including the new ones that were coming on board. So yeah, at the end of June, we also um, launched automation for that keyword bidding. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's worked really, really well. I actually have, was talking to a client today, and I was taking a look at the results that, that he shared with me. Um, and again, this is a, a campaign or a set of campaigns because there's about 10 or 12 of them that was already doing really, really well. He was using ads to, he was taking the suggestions and he was applying them, so on and so forth. Um, but at the end of June, actually literally on June 30th, he turned on automation for all the campaigns except for the one auto campaign that, that he had because uh, auto campaigns don't have keywords, right? So we can't really do bid automation or bid optimization on, on auto campaigns. Um, but uh, for June, uh, so right before the month that he before he turned it on, he saw ten thousand two hundred fifty six in sales at a ten point five percent ACOS, which is amazing. Like ten point five percent ACOS is really 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 good. So this is a campaign. This is a set of campaigns that was already performing really well. Uh, so he decided, you know what? I'm just going to turn on the the bid automation and ads, and let's see what happens because these are these are doing really well. So for the month of July, which just passed again for the full month, he had it on. Uh, he did 16,110 in sales at a 7.24% ACoS. So uh, this particular Canadian client saw a 57% increase in sales and a 29% decrease in ACoS for the month of June to the month of July when he had automation on. Um, so the powerful thing about this is just that, it, again, he was already set up. He he got the formula done, right? He knew the keywords. He knew the, the bids uh, that he was going to be using um, uh, based on historical data, based on suggestions that he was applying from from ads, um, and he let he let it go on autopilot, and he actually outperformed during a pandemic, right? So he definitely saw the advantages of uh, using our automation. Um, it, I don't want to attribute too much of the increase in sales or the decreasing of ACOS to it, but even if it had re remained even, uh, the amount of time savings. Right, mm -hmm. that that he that he got from letting uh, ads do the keyword bid automatically, keyword bid optimizations automatically for his ten campaigns. That's a lot of value right there. Yeah. So, so he was from Amazon Canada. Yep, mm -hmm. he's a Canadian seller. That's amazing. A. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, my name is Bradley. I'm going to be here all week. Anyways, um, okay. Wow, how cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Right. All right. Very um, cool. Let's uh, speak. Okay, you guys, uh, we're giving. I'm hoping you guys have some FOMO uh, for ads because it is pretty game changing, at least for those who have always been hands off like myself when ads. You know, I went from you know a year ago around this time, maybe never having managed a campaign by myself because that was never part of my responsibilities. With ads right now and all my case study counts, I am 100% managing. I'm not like co-managing. Like I am literally controlling at 100%. 130 campaigns right now. Wow. In, in in various accounts. And the only way I'm able to do that is because I have ads. And and I'm and I'm talking like maybe it takes me three hours a week or four hours a week because obviously, you know, managing Amazon accounts is not my 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 main job here. So guys, we, we've got this uh special. I want to tell everybody about it. It's a mm. limited time. So if you guys are listening to this in uh, October 2020 or January 2021, you know, that this deal isn't gonna isn't gonna be around. But for the next few weeks, if you guys go to helium10.com forward slash grow 25 grow 25 you're gonna get a never before offer where correct me if i'm wrong vince because this is new to me too like they get 25 percent off 
the diamond package, which gives you full access to ads and everything mm -hmm. else in Helium 10 mm -hmm. for the first month. And then also, is it 25% off the next month too? Yep, they get 25% off for their first first two months, so 50% total over, over, over two months. That's pretty cool, guys, mm -hmm. because some, you know, me personally, I think it takes maybe about six to eight weeks for you to really see the big impact that exactly. ads is, is going to have. So, mm -hmm. so that's why uh, I'm just assuming I'm not the marketing department, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just assuming that's why the marketing department made it two months to, to give everybody a chance to really give it a good test drive. And then guess what guys, you know what, uh, if a after eight weeks you're, you're not happy, you know, you can get that second, whatever you paid in that second month refunded to downgrade right back to a platinum. But guys, right. this is, uh, but, but if you do that, then you'll miss the sessions in September, right? Oh, sessions. That's right. So if, if anybody who signs up on this program, what are they getting? Or with so these sessions? not only are they getting 25% off for month uh, one and two, but uh, starting mid-September, uh, I'll be hosting four specific PPC sessions, right? For all those new users that have come on board that really, really want to level up with their education and their setup um, and using ads, you know, uh, since that's one of the primary things they're getting with Diamond. Um, again, just to make sure that everyone is, you know, uh, takes advantage and is well versed in in the tool as much as possible. Um, and the timing is, you know, uh, really important because mid September through you know mid October, leading up right into uh, potentially Prime Days, which could actually end up being mid October, um, it, right before the holidays. So we felt that it was really important to, you know, we're getting a lot of new users, and we would love to. Uh, you know, with this promotion, you know, pick up even more uh, users for Diamond and ads yeah. in the next, you know, few weeks. Um, and we're going to offer that education for them included. That's, how cool is that, guys? That's three, how cool is that in one episode? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> but um, a guy, I, I know some of you out, out there might be wondering, wait a minute, you know, I, I'm brand new to, to Amazon. You know, I don't know if the, you know, I need to go that hard to the Diamond plan. But guys, what ads does by itself you know, anywhere else probably costs like three or $400 by itself. Oh, but yeah. just uh, actually a month ago, Vince, you don't even know this, but, but there was uh, somebody who was on like a lot of our webinars, like back to back and was very vocal asking questions. And, and she had said she had was just launching the product. Her name is uh, Thaina. I, I think I'm going to have her on the podcast in the future. I'm hoping <laughs> okay. she becomes a success story, but, but she launched this product just like four weeks ago. I was like, Hey, why didn't you get the diamond package? as a hundred percent brand new seller, this is your first product. And let's just see, uh, you know, how you like it with ads. And this is crazy. This is a, this is a product that there's a lot, there, there's some pretty decent competition there. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's existing competition. And, and I was a little, honestly, I was a little bit worried about it, but thanks to the ads, her ACOS is less than 50% on a brand new product launch, which is like, for me, that's, that's better than, than, than I did with the egg tray. Like I think the egg tray in the beginning, first month, I was like at 75%. Or 100%, but right. but she is is selling like 10 units a day. She's about to sell out of, of a pretty expensive product. It's like a $50 product, and she is just crushing it. So she is a brand new seller, really finding a good use out of the ad. So those of you hey. guys out there who are brand new, hey, try Diamond Plan. Don't think that it's just for advanced people. Yeah, and you'll get training after that if you do. Yeah, and you'll you'll get that special training with Vince. So, so guys, uh, again, that's uh, helium10.com forward slash grow25. Or if you guys want to just jump even above that diamond plan and, and try and get in for that special workshop, by the way, that workshop I told you guys about, it, you don't have to be an elite member to go to it, but I believe it costs $797 to attend. So it's a no brainer. You might as well just upgrade your 
membership for a month, it's only $397, which is actually only $300 if, if you're already a Platinum member. So if you guys want to upgrade to Elite, you can do that at elite.helium10.com. But it's crazy the amount of value that that that, that we're giving people out there, mm -hmm. uh, especially relating to ads. And guys, like my mind is literally blown here. I, as I've been talking to Vince, you know, I had my Seller Central open and I was looking at some of these new things <laughs> in sponsor display and, and sponsored brand. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy what Amazon <laughs> is allowing sellers to do who yeah. aren't vendors, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. you guys got to take advantage of this because guess what guys, in about six months now, you know, a lot more people are going to have this and, and, and you're going to lose your competitive advantage as if you're an early adopter on some of these programs. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, Vince, it's time for our... TST 30 second tip. What is Vince Montero's 30 second tip for everybody out there today? If you want a real quick update or some feedback on your existing PPC campaigns, use uh, the PPC audit that we have on uh, helium10.com resources and click on resources and it's free. It's powered by ads and you can get up to six uh, reviews a month. Hey, I like it. You had me at free. So uh, everybody, go, go <laughs> ahead and uh, go there. You go to helium10.com, click on the resources menu at the top, and then it should be right there. It'll say something like yeah, PPC audit. 100% mm -hmm. free, guys. Check it out. Whether you're a member or not, You can. everybody can take advantage of that. So Vince, uh, thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, we'll definitely be, hopefully be uh, seeing you on these live calls. Uh, don't forget, yep. too, those of you guys who are in the Freedom Ticket Extra program helium10.com forward slash ftx you guys get one pretty personal there's only about 10 or 15 people who usually come on these group calls you can you, you can get on these group coaching calls completely free as long as you're already on the uh, ftx program vince uh, hops on there to talk yep. only about ppc once a month so so make sure to catch him on the next one there too and if you miss that we do have our uh, ppc roundtable starting on the 21st of this month and that's going to be hosted by me the first one and then you and then me for what man ppc is just taking over helium <laughs> 10 here it, it seems like it really is but you know we really want to give the information out to as many uh, users as, as possible you know especially during these times and leading up to the holidays so yeah i think it's important to, to you know we're going to have guest guest speakers on um, just talking about different things all all ppc focused i love it don't forget guys to follow us on instagram you could see helium 10 at Helium 10 Software. Just search for Helium 10 Software on Instagram. Or if you guys want to give specific feedback for the podcast, you can follow me at H10 Bradley. All right. Thank you, Vince, for your time. And we'll be seeing you soon. All right. Thank you.